As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Superman, strange visitor from another world who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, who can change the course of mighty rivers, bend steel in his bare hands, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle for truth, justice, and the American way. All right, everybody, welcome back to Superman Saturdays here on the Old Time Radio Mystery, Suspense, and Horror Podcast. So glad that you guys are tuning in, and I'm so glad to be back with Superman Saturdays here with as crazy and busy as my schedule has been lately. It's been very difficult to get these out every Saturday, so I think what I'm going to have to do is just start releasing two or three of these Superman episodes the last Saturday of every month instead of doing it every Saturday. I kind of hate that, but I think that that's the only thing that my schedule is going to allow for right now. So my plan for at least right now with Superman Saturdays is to air two or three of these episodes from the Superman radio program the last Saturday of every month. All right, well, today we get into a brand new storyline. This is a three-part storyline, so we are going to knock the whole thing out today, do the entire story today. The title of this storyline is Pillar of Fire at Grave's End. Now, I'm not going to lie, the quality on these episodes was pretty rough, and I literally spent hours cleaning these up. 
and I think that I've been able to make them pretty decent. They're they're far from perfect, but they're much better than they were. So keep that in mind. All right, well, let's go ahead and get into the very first episode of this three-part storyline. Sit back and enjoy Pillar of Fire at Gravesend Part 1, which aired August 5th of 1940. Presenting the transcription feature, Superman! Look at the sky! Look! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Now, Superman, mighty visitor from another world who came to Earth when the planet Krypton was destroyed by quakes and explosions. Superman, who can twist steel in his bare hands, leap tall buildings at a single bound, race a speeding bullet to its target. He walks about among human beings disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered news reporter for the Daily Planet. Our story opens to find Clark Kent and editor Perry White's office. With him is Lois Lane, girl reporter. From the backwoods mountain regions near the isolated town of Gravesend, the Daily Planet has been receiving strange reports, mysterious disappearances of Gravesend inhabitants, a terrifying pillar of fire that burns in the hills. Then this morning, editor White received a letter from Gravesend. He's about to read it to Clark Kent and Lois Lane when the phone rings. Listen. What it is, White speaking. Hello. Hello, I want the editor. This is the editor. What can I do for you? Oh, so they finally let me talk to you. I'm calling from Gravesend. From Gravesend, eh? Hold the wire a second. Kent, Lois, pick up your sent and phone. I want you both to listen in on this. Okay, come on, Miss Lane, over here. All set, Ben? Yes, go ahead, Mr. I'm uh, sorry about the interruption, Mr. Ray. Uh, Harris is my name. Uh-huh. Did you get a letter from someone in Gravesend? Why, yes. Mr. Lee Jenkins. Has anything new happened up there? Nothing that's any of your business. Now, I'm calling to tell you not to pay no attention to Lee Jenkins' letter. He's a crazy fool. You mean you don't need any help? I'll make it stronger than that. We're warning you newspaper folks to stay away. Us Gravesenders can take care of our own trouble. We don't want no outsiders up here. Hello. Hello. Hello, Harris. Operator. I've been cut off. Hello. No, you don't, Mr. White. He hung up on you. Warned to stay away. That proves it. Something is brewing up there, Kent. Something serious. Where is that letter that Harris spoke about, Mr. White? Uh, On my desk. Uh, Here. uh, Here. Read it, Kent. Looks like an old man's handwriting. Dear editor, I write to you because other folks is afraid. Ever since the pillar of fire come up out of the ground in Gravesend, we have been living in fear of our lives. Three people went up to look at the flame and never come back. The leader says it's a sign that we should leave our homes and move away, but some of us ain't got the money to move. Please help us. Was that all of it? No, no, there's a bit more, Miss Lane. If you send up a reporter... Have him meet me at the bridge five miles outside of town at 11 o'clock Monday night. Why, that's tonight. You're right. Here's the rest of it. Don't let him come to the village if he values his life. Signed, Lee Jenkins. Well, Ken, what do you make of it? Well, it's hard to say, Mr. White. Would you like to go up there and look into it? I certainly would. And I'll go with you. Uh, It might be dangerous for you, Lois. Those mountaineers had no respect for law and order. Well, I'm not afraid. Well, all right. You both start immediately. You'll have a 200-mile drive over narrow mountain roads. But you should be able to reach that bridge that Jensen mentioned by 11 tonight. And, uh, Kent, 
Yes, Mr. Wright? Now, please be careful. Be very careful. What time is it, Miss Lane? It's, uh, it's 10.30 p.m. How far are we from that bridge? Oh, about 10 miles, if we're on the right road. I wish I was sure. Maybe you'd better stop and look at that map. Ah, good idea. Now, let's have a look here. Well, here we are. We turned left at the forks there. Ah, this must be the road. Oh, what's that? Oh, just cowbells. Probably a farm nearby. Oh. Yes, I'm certain this is the road, all right. We'll keep going. Oh, listen, Mr. Kemp. That sound's coming closer. Oh, forget it. It's only cowbells. No, it isn't. Look down that road. That white shadow. Somebody walking in this direction. Coming into the beam of our headlights. Well, it's an old man. Well, that's lucky. We'll ask him how far we are from the bridge. He's carrying a string of bells in his hands. Look how he's dressed. Yeah, long-footed robe. Well, that's an odd costume for a man to be wearing. Mr. Kent, I'm scared. Uh, pardon me, mister. Can you tell us whether this road leads to the Gravesend Bridge? Go back. Go back. Oh, Mr. Kent. Say, all we want is some information, mister. Go back. Go back. Danger lies ahead. Oh, Mr. Kent. Mr. Kent. No, no, no. Don't be afraid. Oh, he's walking into the woods. I'm going to follow him and find out what this is all about. No, you stay here. I, I don't want to be left alone. Well, all right. He's gone anyway. Disappeared through the trees. Like a shadow. Oh, Mr. Kent, let's get away from here quickly. Okay, I can't say that I blame him. What time is it now, Miss Lane? Exactly 11 o'clock. Oh, good. Should be at that bridge soon. Yes, there it is, in front of us. Why don't we just drive across and park on the other side? Huh. Well, we make good time from the city. Do you see anybody? No. Not at all. Neither do I. Well, we're on time, but Jenkins hasn't shown up yet. Yeah, I have a feeling something's wrong. He's not going to come. I know it. Oh, Miss Lane, you're still upset about that old man. Yeah, why not, Kent? Can you explain that strange costume and, and the bell and warning? Clark, can't you haven't heard a word I've been saying? What's the matter with you? Miss Lane, wait. You smell something burning? Yes. Yes, I do. Smells like rose. Well, maybe the car... No, no, it seems to be coming from under the bridge. Let's walk over there and take a look, huh? Okay. I see it. Something sputtering down there under the bridge girder. You forget it is a rope. Rope, nothing. That's a fuse, and that box it's attached to must be a bomb. Get back, run for your life. Oh, Mr. Ken. Don't talk, keep running. That fuse had only an inch or two to go. Oh, that's awful. Well, that bomb was meant for us. Whoever put it there expected us to park on the bridge. Oh, it's lucky for us that we didn't. Do you think Jenkins could have planted that bomb? Oh, I'm sure it wasn't Jenkins. His letter indicated he was much too anxious to have us help him. Well, that must have been that man who telephoned Mr. White. You know Harris. That's possible. And I don't think Jenkins will meet us. 
Harris knew about his letter and probably stopped him from coming. Well, what do we do now? Well, we can't go back. The bridge is gone. I guess we'll just have to go on to Gravesend. Mr. Kent, in spite of the warnings? Well, they won't expect us now. They'll figure that we're either dead or stuck on the other side of the bridge. Remember, that bomb was timed to go off at 11 o'clock sharp. Yeah. We'll drive on to the town and find a place to put up for the night. Does that suit you? Well, have to. Nothing else to do. All right. Let's get going. Shouldn't we be near Gray's End by now? Well, we can't be very far away. Hey, what's that up ahead? Just see it in the headlights. What? Why, it's a gate. And a high wall. And houses behind the wall. Well, Miss Lane, that must be Gray's End. Well, why should they have a wall around it? That's odd, isn't it? Well, we'll soon find out. It's so quiet. Nobody at the gate. Well, we can't blow the horn. It might wake up the wrong people. We've got to get in somehow. You stay here, Miss Lane. I'm going to try that gate. Can you leave me here alone? I'll only be gone a few minutes. There's nothing to be afraid of if you do as I say. No matter what happens, stay in the car. Or do you have your police whistle with you? Yeah. Well, if you should need me, give it a good hard blast and I'll come back in a jiffy. But I'm sure you won't need me. Now then, I'm far enough away from the car. Miss Lane can't see me. This looks like a job for Superman. Something very strange about all this. People don't blow up bridges and build walls around their village unless they have good reason. First, I'll get through this gate and find Lee Jenkins. Oh. Lock tight. Heavy steel latch. That's not too much for Superman. I'll just put on the pressure. Oh, it must be a foot thick, reinforced by iron bands. This ought to snap the lock. Ah, uh, that did it. Ah, uh, we are. Post is clear. Now to locate Lee Jenkins. Uh, wait. No. Someone's running this way. I'd better change back to Clark. Hey, yeah. No. How do you get in here? Who do you want? Oh, uh, your, your gate was unlocked. Uh, I'm looking for uh, Mr. Lee Jenkins. Unlocked, eh? That's funny. So you must be that city reporter. I warned you to stay away from here. Well, then you must be Harris. Well, now that I am here, what are you going to do about it? I'll show you. Now get your hands up, quick. Oh, a gun, huh? Yes, and I'll use it if you try any tricks. The leader gave strict orders you weren't to come up here. But since you did get in, I'll let him handle you. The leader? Ah, well, I'd like to meet this leader of yours. Ah, so you'd like to meet him, would you? Yes. Well, you're going to. And when you do, maybe you'll change your mind. Now, come on. Wait a minute. Who's that over near the gate? You'll find out. <laughs> You'll find out. A strange trip and a threatening ending. A walled village and an old man who warns of dangers that lie ahead. Who is the mysterious leader? Is he the white-robed old man with the tinkling bell? What deep, dark secret hangs over the town of Gravesend? And will Clark Kent be able to discover it? Tune in next time and follow the exciting story... Of Superman. Up in the sky. Look. It's a plane. It's Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. All right, everybody, welcome back. Just got a few thoughts here before we get into part two. Well, I thought it's interesting that Jenkins sent a letter asking for help to a newspaper rather than some sort of law enforcement agency. I found that that was kind of odd. You're asking for help from a newspaper. Hmm. And of course, Harris calls the Daily Planet and sternly warns Perry White and the planet to stay away from Gravesend. There's nothing going on here. Well, (laughs) yeah, that sounds real suspicious right there. (laughs) That just makes everybody believe that there really is something going on at Gravesend. And of course, that's what Clark and... Perry White and Lois do believe, and so they go on out there. And once again, we have Clark and Lois going away from Metropolis again on an adventure. And I just thought that was interesting. I wonder if sooner or later they're going to start having more of these stories in Metropolis itself. Well, actually, later on in the show, I know that they will. But for right now, the writers seem to love the idea of having Clark and company go away to some other destination for their adventures, which is cool. I mean, I kind of like that. So now on their way out there to Gravesend, Clark and Lois come across an old man in a hooded robe carrying cowbells and Clark thinks it's a good idea to stop and ask this guy for directions. Now I get it, Clark, you're Superman and everything, but really, you know, not the kind of situation I think that I would be stopping for to ask directions. (laughs) It's also interesting after Clark and Lois drove over the bridge and stopped It's very interesting that Clark says the smell of the burning is coming from under the bridge. And it's like, really? What do you have, like super smell or something? (laughs) Under the bridge. And he just says that so affirmatively. Is that a word, affirmatively? But (laughs) he just says that with such affirmation and such certainty For me, I think it would be difficult to know exactly where the smell was coming from. No longer than, you know, he's been in that spot. But anyways, that's just a minor, very minor nitpick there. 
the fact that whoever's behind all this is trying to blow up the bridge at exactly 11 p.m. really says a lot about the people that are behind this. They're willing to kill pretty much anybody. It doesn't even have to be people from the Daily Planet. It could be anybody that is driving over that bridge at 11 p.m. Now, granted, it's late at night, and the probability of someone else being out there in the middle of nowhere at that time of night is pretty improbable. But still, that's kind of, that's pretty cold. And I love that line towards the end where Clark says to Lois that there's nothing to be afraid of as long as Lois does what he says. And it's like, Clark, when has Lois ever done what you've said? (laughs) That's how she ends up in trouble all the time. And of course, we see again the cowbell man at the gate of the town of Gravesend once they get there. So a lot of mystery here. We don't really know what's going on. There's something going on with this town. People are trying to stop them from investigating. Well, maybe more will be revealed in part two. So we are going to take a quick break and then we'll be right back with part two of Pillar of Fire at Gravesend. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, everybody. Welcome back. Let's go ahead and get into Pillar of Fire at Gravesend Part 2, which aired August 7th of 1940. Enjoy. Presenting the transcription feature, Superman! Now, Superman, valiant fighter for truth and justice, champion of the weak and the oppressed, came to earth from the outer reaches of the universe with a physical structure never before attained by mortal man. Superman, stronger than a locomotive, faster than a speeding bullet, who walked about among ordinary men disguised as mild Clark Kent, 
reporter for the Daily Planet. As you remember, Kent and Lois Lane had come to the mountain village of Gravesend in response to a letter from Lee Jenkins, one of the villagers, begging for aid against the mysterious terrors that beset the town. They were to meet Jenkins at the bridge five miles out of town, promptly at 11. But instead, the bridge exploded just as they crossed it. Driving onto Gravesend, they found the town surrounded by a high wall. Kent gave Lois a police whistle with which to call him in case he should be in any danger. Then he broke through the wall and was captured at the point of a gun by Bill Harris, the man who had first warned them to stay away. As our story continues, Harris is taking Kent to a mysterious person known as the leader. When suddenly the police whistle blows in the distance. Listen. Hey, what's that? The whistle. Miss Lane. She must be in some sort of trouble. Hey, hey, where are you going? Sorry, Harris. No time to explain. Come back where I you. This is where Superman takes charge. Oh, all right, you asked for it. Firing blindly into the dark. Hit me that time, but it bounced off. Well, I guess I'll have to take care of you, Harris, before anything else. Hey, hey who are you? Don't, don't let go of me. Not until I take that gun away from you. You might really hurt someone with it. Hey, no, no, hey, I'll stop. That blow on the jaw will put you to sleep for a while. Now, back to the car to find out what's happening to Lois. Up, up. behind a tree. Now, now, Miss Lane. Just try to relax and tell me what happened here. It was that old man with the bell. The one we saw on the road. Oh, it was awful. Now, now, take it easy. Oh, what did he want? I, I don't know. He struggled and I managed to blow the whistle. He disappeared and suddenly he came. Oh, didn't he say anything? Yes, he called himself Old Man Smith. Old Man Smith? Yeah. Said he was going to teach me not to meddle in other people's business. Oh. Well, that sounds like Harris had something to do with it. Just another warning. You think that's all it is? Oh, I'm sure of it. Harris is the man who telephoned the Daily Planet this morning, warning us to stay away. He and his old man Smith want to keep us out of Gravesend. Why? And Miss Lane, they have something here they want to hide. What should we do? Well, there's only one thing to do, Miss Lane. Stay here overnight and investigate in the morning. Are you willing? Yes, I guess so. We can find a safe place. Yes, our first step is to find some shelter for the night. Some place where you'll be safe. I wonder. I have it. There must be a village elder here. Let's find his house. Village elder? Yes. The elder usually acts as mayor in small villages like this one. He could tell us where to put up for the night. Mr. Kent, how are we finding? Yeah, that's so. I know. Harris will take us to him. Harris? Sure. Where is he? Oh, uh, he's just inside the gate. I, I had a little run-in with him. He uh, stumbled over a rock and knocked himself out. Come on. can still be what I left him. Oh. Oh. What's that? Oh. Harris. Must be coming, too. Hurry. Oh. All right, Harris. Get up. You aren't hurt. Oh, no. Please, please. Don't hit me no more. Why knock him out? On your feet, Harris. Quick now. Oh, all right. All right. Oh, 
You almost broke my jaw. Well, you just do as I say and we'll have no more trouble. Well, and what do you want? Take us to your village elder's house. Village elder? Yes. You heard me? Oh, sure, sure. Here's the elder. It's the first house across the road. All right. Lead the way, huh? Come on, Clint. Yeah. Yeah, there it is. You see it? Oh, the one with the light burning in the window? Yeah, yeah, that, that's it, that's uh -huh. it. The good thing he isn't asleep yet. Well, the elder hardly ever sees me. Well, uh, here we are. Now, now, upstairs. Who is it? It's me, Elder, Bill Harris. Oh, just a moment, Harris. Yeah. Something wrong, Harris? There are some, uh, some folks here to see you. Oh, oh, I see. Who are these people? City uh, reporters, Elder. From the Daily Times. Uh, uh, this man here busted into the village and he beat me up. Beat you up? Why? I can explain the whole thing, Elder. It was all an accident. If Harris hadn't pulled his gun on me, I... Is that I... true, Harris? Did you threaten this man with a gun? Well, you see, Elder, he, he got kind of rough. And, and you tried to shoot him. Harris, I've told you time and again to keep your gun in its holster. I can't let you... If this happens again, I'll take away your badge. I'll have you thrown out of the village. But, Elder, Elder, you don't understand. I understand perfectly. Now, go on home. You've caused enough trouble for one night. Well, all right. Oh, I... and another thing, Harris. You'd better stop and uh, see the old man first. The old man? Oh, the old man, eh? Okay. Okay. Good night. Good night. Oh, we're sorry to have caused this trouble, Elder. On the contrary. I should apologize for my constable's bad behavior, Mr. Uh... Uh, Clark Kent is my name, Elder. And uh, this is Miss Lois Lane. How do you Miss do? Lane? Yes, indeed. Harris is becoming quite a problem. Too hot-headed. But what are we standing out here for? Come inside. I'll try to make up for the bad treatment you've been getting. Come in. Please. Thank you. Sit down, both of you. Now, what can I do for you? Well, first of all, we'd like to find a place to spend the night. Spend the night? Yes. Why, bless you, you can stay right here with me. No, but we don't want inconvenience, you No trouble at all. I'm alone in this big old house, and... Uh, Slain, you look ill. Lois. Slain, what's the matter? Oh, you're busy. It's not that long drive, and that old man. Frightened. Old man? Yes, Miss Lane had an unpleasant experience a few minutes ago. She was badly frightened by one of your villagers. Oh, that's too bad. I'm sorry. Miss Lane, you can go to bed immediately. Yes, I can't bed. Ah, oh, here. Let me help. Yes, come along. I'll show you to your room. Straight down the hall. Elder, do you know of someone called Old Man Smith? Smith? Yes, go on. Wears a white robe and carries a string of bells. Uh-huh, that's him. He's a little unbalanced, Mr. Kent, but perfectly harmless. Oh, I see. Now, here's the man that gave Miss Lane a scare. Yes, he warned us not to come to Gravesend. <laughs> Poor old Smith, he's a sad case. Suffered from delusion. That's the reason for his odd costume. Mm -hmm. So, Elder, please forgive my curiosity, but why do you have that wall around your village? <laughs> my boy, that wall has been here for a hundred years. Built by the first settlers to protect them from the Indians. I see. And uh, what about the pillar of fire? Oh, I, I, I'll tell you about that in a moment. I think uh, Miss Lane ought to get to bed. Yes. Here we are, Miss Lane. This is your room. Well, thank you ever so much, Elder. Oh, don't mention it. Good night. Good night, Miss Lane. Good night. Now, Miss Kent, those questions you wanted to ask? Oh, yes, uh, about the pillar of fire. Where is it? <laughs> Nowhere, my boy. Nowhere at all. To my knowledge, it does not exist. 
But uh, uh, Mr. Jenkins of your village said it did. In a letter my editor received, he said the people were in death fear of us. Mr. Kent, that is ridiculous. Well, he wrote something about a leader. Said the pillar of fire was a sign that all the residents of Gravesend should leave. A leader? Yes. And who might he be? Well, don't you know? Why, I never heard of any such person here. Mr. Kent, I think I can explain. You see this house? It's over 300 years old. Yes. And almost all the houses in Gravesend are as old as this. As a consequence, the people who live in them get strange ideas born of ignorance and old age. Your Mr. Jenkins included. There is no leader, no pillar of fire. And the people are at liberty to stay here as long as they like. I see. But uh, we were supposed to meet Jenkins at the bridge. Instead, the bridge was blown up, destroyed. The bridge blown up? Why? Well, that's incredible. But Jenkins has been acting peculiarly lately. Perhaps he Elder, has. one thing more. What about the disappearances among your people? The terror? Well, I, I really can't say. This is all beyond me. <laughs> hey, that's the train. That's my door. That noise is coming from her room. Something's wrong. Come on, hurry. Lois, <laughs> Miss Lane, what's the matter? She answered, Mr. Kent. No, and the door is locked. We'll have to break it down. Impossible. It's too heavy. I, I run and get help. Good thing the elder's gone. Now Clark Kent can give way to Superman. I don't need help to get through this door. <laughs> That's it. I'm through. Lois, Miss Lane, where are you? Miss Lane! Miss Lane! Why, she isn't here. Not a sign of her. The windows are barred, and the door was locked. And yet she's gone. Another mysterious disappearance. Lois Lane gone from a room with no exit. How will Superman find her? Where will he look? Is the old elder right? Are the dangers of Gravesend only the delusions of crazed minds? If not, where is Lois gone? What are Harrison Smith hiding? Who is the leader? Above all, what is the secret of the Wall's village? Tune in next time and hear the thrilling climax of this strange story. And remember, tune in the next thrilling installment of the transcription feature, Superman! Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics Magazine. All right, everybody, welcome back. Well, we find out that the cowbell guy is an old man who goes by the name Old Man Smith. I also love how Clark tells Lois that Harris stumbled over a rock and knocked himself out. <laughs> uh, I thought that was funny. And I also love how when they were talking to the village elder that Harris says the reason that he pulled a gun on Clark was because Clark decided to get rough with him. Well, Clark only decided to get rough with Harris after Harris shot at him. <laughs> and when Harris is asked to go see the old man, he acts very suspicious. Hmm. The elder makes a claim to Clark that there is no such thing as the pillar of fire. And at the end, of course, Lois disappears. So I don't really have a whole lot to say about this episode. It was pretty straightforward. We have one episode left to find out the mystery behind 
the pillar of fire at Gravesend. We'll be right back after this short break. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, everybody, let's go ahead and get into the third part and final part of Pillar of Fire at Gravesend, which aired August 9th of 1940. Enjoy. Presenting the transcription feature, Superman! Now, Superman, champion of the weak and the oppressed, valiant fighter for truth and justice, faster than an airplane, stronger than a locomotive, impervious to bullets, Superman. He mingles with ordinary men disguised as mild Clark Kent, news reporter for the Daily Planet. When we last saw him, Clark Kent and Lois Lane had come to the walled mountain village of Gravesend and asked to a letter from Lee Jenkins begging for aid against the terrible pillar of fire that was driving the people from their homes. After dire warnings to stay away from Gravesend, Lois was seized by old man Smith. Kent rescued her and forced Harris, the suspicious acting constable, to take them to the village elder's house. After Lois went to bed, the elder told Kent that Jenkins was unbalanced, that the so-called pillar of fire did not exist, that the people were not being driven from grave ends. And then suddenly they heard a scream from Lois' room. They rushed to her door, found it locked. While the elder ran off to get help, Kent and Superman broke down the door and found the room empty. Lois was gone. That's why he's looking for them. Superman still searches the room below it. Listen. Who's playing? Where are you? Lois! Gone. The windows were barred and the door was locked and yet she's gone. Hold on now. The elder said this house was over 300 years old. There must be a secret passage somewhere. That's the only way she could have been taken out of here. Now we'll look for a hidden door or panel. Half the walls until we find one that rings hollow. Solid. No good. Try the other side. No, nothing in this wall. That's the third one. No good again. Fourth wall is only a partition. Too narrow for a passage slip. Must be one, and I've got to find it. That closet in the corner. 
Yes, this is it. Power. No time to waste looking for the panel release. I'll have to break right through. Back to give me a good start. Then forward. Ah. Ah. I'm through. I was right. This package only goes in one direction. The people that took this lane must have come through here. No time to lose. If I ever had to race against time, I've got to now. Package seems to be going down into the earth. Uh, no one in sight yet. Faster! Faster before they get away! The underground passengers of Grey's End watch a weird figure. Red cloak streaming in the wind. Superman races to the rescue of Lois Lane. Suddenly he comes to the end of the tunnel and out into the open. He stops short, momentarily startled by the sight that greets his eyes. A solid sheet of orange flame leaping hundreds of feet into the air. Great Scott, look at that flame. Must be the pillar of fire Jenkins spoke of. Oh, the elder was wrong. The pillar of fire does exist. Wait, what's that up on the cliff? A figure. No, two figures. Why, this old man Smith. He's carrying Lois on his shoulders. I've got to get to them and quickly. Up, up, get away! Smith can't see me through all this smoke, but I can see him. Lois seems limpy, must have fainted. Smith crawling dangerously along close to the cliff edge. Mike Smith. You, Smith! Put down that girl! Under the pillow of fire. 
And if we do some fast driving, we can reach the city in time for the morning edition. Come on, Miss Lane. The pillar of fire destroyed. The village elder and his men caught in their own death-dealing trap. Clark Kent and Lois Lane win a great scoop for the Daily Planet. Once again, Superman scores in his ceaseless struggle in behalf of the weak and the oppressed. And for another thrilling story, don't forget to tune in next time and listen to the beginning of a new, exciting Superman adventure. And remember, tune in the next thrilling installment of the transcription feature, Superman! Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics Magazine. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, folks, welcome back. Just a few comments about this episode and the storyline in general, and then we will wrap up today's podcast episode. Well, it's very interesting at the beginning when Clark is looking for Lois that he doesn't use his x-ray vision to look behind the walls. Instead, he goes along the walls knocking to sort of find the hollow spots. And I guess x-ray vision just is one of his powers that they're not really making much use of yet on the Superman radio program. It was also very convenient that Lois fainted while Old Man Smith was carrying her so that she couldn't see Superman doing his thing. And I love that comment from Old Man Smith when he shoots Clark or Superman and the bullets just bounce off. I love that comment where he says, you must be the devil himself. I thought that was funny. And we have the big reveal of the whole storyline here. It is revealed that the leader, the leader is the village elder. Not too much of a big surprise there. There weren't really any other options, honestly, for who the leader could be. The village elder was really the only guy in the storyline that it could be. So not too much of a surprise there. We also find out that Jenkins is dead. Jenkins was the guy who wrote to the Daily Planet to start with asking for help. Also at the end, Harris, the Elder, and Old Man Smith all die. So there is no going to jail here. They all get their just desserts. The story ends with the people of Gravesend can live in peace now, and the Daily Planet also gets a story. <laughs> and that is it, folks. That is the story, The Pillar of Fire at Graves End. Hope you enjoyed it. 
you know, I really did like this storyline from the Superman radio program. I kind of like the fact that it was just three parts. That was kind of cool. I mean, it also would have been cool, though, to have seen this stretched out into a six-parter as well. But it did work as a three-parter, I believe. Not really sure why the writers decided to only give this storyline three parts when they easily could have stretched it out to six parts. But either way, I think it would have been fine. The whole idea of using the pillar of fire to scare away the townsfolks was very interesting. And, you know, this storyline really kind of reminded me of an old classic Scooby-Doo story where you have Scooby and the gang going off to this town or whatever, and they meet the creepy man on the road who warns them to, to go back home. And of course, they continue on their way anyways. And then they get to the place and there's all these characters and stuff and they don't know who the main bad guy is until the end where they find out that it's the leader is the village elder. It did kind of remind me a little bit of a classic Scooby-Doo story. All right, everybody. Well, I hope that you enjoyed this storyline. I would love to hear what you thought about this storyline. You can send me your comments and thoughts at otrmsh at gmail.com. All right, everybody, that's going to be a wrap. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, I'll catch you later. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.